This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. The BFM Breakfast Grill, connecting you to top people and ideas. Powered by U-Mobile, Malaysia's number one 5G network. BFM 89.9, this is Anwar Mabob and you are listening to The Breakfast Grill. The Malaysian information and communications technology sector as well as e-commerce contributed 23% or 412.3 billion to the nation's economy in 2022, a 14.8% growth from the previous year. ICT Zone Asia Brad, a lead market company in the computer leasing business, is riding this wave to eventually list on the ACE market. Today on The Breakfast Grill is Tommy Lim, the CEO. Thank you for coming on The Breakfast Grill. ICT Zone Asia made its debut on the lead market of Bursa Malaysia Securities Berhad in December 2020 with a listing of 533.8 million shares at a reference price of 16 cents per share. Despite having exciting plans, the share price has remained stagnant. Why is that? Thank you, uh, Anwar, for inviting me to this uh, breakfast grill. Right. So, uh, why is stagnant? Actually, lead market itself is a specific uh, market for specific trader. Right, as I know, it's only allowed the institutions or a high net worth uh, investor to actually invest. Well, has there been any promotions just to encourage high net worth investors to actually go purchase your stocks, trade your stocks? Uh, high net worth people have been actually, no matter to me, high net worth or, or non-high net worth uh, investors, everyone is looking for liquidities when they enter into any uh, counter, right? Uh Although the counter may have the performance and things so on, but I think everyone who came into equity, they're looking for return and looking for value, right? But when a liquidity is not there, right? So, so that is profit them to actually come into the counter. Now, you have ambitions to go on to the ACE market. How soon will you move from the LEAP to the ACE market? And when do you plan to seek shareholders' approval in a general meeting for the proposals comprised in the transfer of listing? Right. Actually, currently we had at uh, con- uh, engaging the consultants to uh, study about the processes, the pricing mechanism, you know the exit uh, requirement, and we are definitely in the in the mid of uh, planning. Right. We have been looking forward that we were able to announce soon uh, after we had concluded the the, the propositions. Now, ICT Zone is the business of leasing computers and competing with other companies like OCK and even computer manufacturers like Acer. Now, how big is your market share and how do you remain competitive? And is it on price alone? Uh, not not really. So, ICT Zone is a tech fin company, right? We are a tech and we are a financing company. So, by in this proposition, in the other way, we are like a mutant, X-Men, right? So, we, we hybrid in between tech and financing. Right. So, and in in this proposition also, uh, we had see that we had taking a advantage edge in between tech and finance. But that means you also exposed to interest rates fluctuations, right? Yes. Yes. Of course. So, if the high interest rates, how does it affect your bottom line then? Actually, high interest rate is uh, a cost of our fund. Definitely, it, it carry. We we need more funding at the back end to actually to roll out our tech fin offering. Right, so uh, when cost is increased, so it definitely is uh, impacted our pricing, right? And it, so it, it go back to the same. Actually, if it's not only to us, to any bank, bank or financial institutions, when interest rate is increased, everyone is paying a higher cost of fund. So same to us. Then we will actually come out the pricing and the package that 
having incurred the interest rate at, at the higher rate. Now, a question about your clients. Oh, what percentage of your business is from the government sector versus the private sector? So currently, our, uh, our government sector took easily about 70%, right, compared to the corporate. And uh, gradually, actually, we had seen after our debut in deep market, we had actually grow our corporate segment uh, very much. And however... The government segment is also continue growing. That's why although you had seen, if you look at our financial report, you will see that our growth had been continuous easily 30 to 40% growth year on year, right? Consistently, right? So from there on also, although government had reduced, but our corporate had increased, but our ratio is still mainly there. Now, besides the government agencies, who do you also lease the computer equipment to? What sectors are these? The private sectors? The private sector, today, we are really looking at the PLC and MNC, right? And going to this, this segment, we have seen a, a greater opportunity recently, which is a implementation and a urging of the ESG. We are different as a tech fin company compared to the rest of the financial or leasing company in the market. Are you also addressing the SME space? I mean, Malaysia has a burgeoning SME environment. Yes, we definitely wanted to go to SME. This is definitely in our roadmap, right? And even we wanted to go to the end consumer. But again, the bigger challenge in this SME and the retail market is on the credit risk. All right, so we are working hard, uh, doing some R&D strategies to actually how to manage and tackle the credit risk uh, management. So with that resolution in place, then we'll come into the SME and even the retail consumer. So you've got a lot of concentration risk. Most of your business or all of your business is in Malaysia. So what? how will you be expanding your business overseas then? Uh, that definitely is also in our roadmap. We, we definitely wanted to go into the region, right? The other way of going to region... Uh, in, in our strategies, we need to digi digitalize the offering, right? So, mean we will be using digitalization method to actually go on broad to oversee. We turn from the current, the offline way of engagement into a digital way of engagement. Then, we are able to go for uh, beyond than the Malaysia market. So, what will be your first target overseas destination? We had... Not had the specific first target, but it's definitely we are looking at the Southeast Asia market, right? So this is definitely what we are looking forward in, in the coming future. Global chip prices are expected to rise due to stronger global demand, not by consumers, but more for large servers for the growing AI industry. Now, how does ICT Zone expect to manage the rising cost of computers? The rising cost of computer, in fact, if you understand our business model, right? So when it's as a service, mean the customer is paying per seat price per month on either pay as you use or in a subscription manner. So with that, actually... The business model that we are having here is inflation and even uh, recession uh, resistant, right? So, so this, this is the best part of, of the business model. But you need to buy the computers. Yes. And then you lease them out. Yes. So you pass on the cost. The yes. cost is actually not passed to the first layer, first, first time user. You see, when, when we run the device as a service or infrastructure as a service, what we are able to do, actually... ICT Zone is managing the device lifecycle for the utilization of the devices throughout the journey of 
the capability of the devices to serve the user, right? So the first user will pay a cost, right? First user mean the first user that are using a new devices. Then I, after the contract end, ICT Zone will collect back the devices. Then we will market it to another second user, which is they do not have the higher requirement, but again, they require a devices that to run their daily operations, right? So, so by that, we are actually trying to prolong the usage of the devices to at least five years to seven years. We are actually providing a circular economy business model. We make sure we reuse, recycle, then only we come into the e-waste. So, so that is what we are managing. That's why from there on also, we, we had managed to, to qualify ourselves uh, running an ISO 14001, right? And with that also, we had managed to register our product, DAS360, to be one of uh, my hijau mark uh, uh, solutions. Are you short of computers to purchase for leasing since cheap supply is stretched? Shortage issue is happened during the pandemic. But later on, after this uh, post-pandemic, actually everything come back to normal. Since business has come back to normal, how big is the backlog of computer leasing orders then? There's never uh, had the actual backlog. It's, instead, we are talking about backlog. We, we should say that how big is the market of this uh, leasing business itself, right? So the leasing business by trend is already moving into uh, a ma more matured market, right? So today we will see that uh, digitalizations, e-invoice, ESG. So all this is uh, driven to the demand of the leasing or device as a service business requirement. And in fact, uh, the market is also more ready after the pandemic that people realize that they need to manage and optimize their investment. So everything as a service become a trend. So device as a service, infrastructure as a service is a part of everything as a service. Now, scale is important in your business. What are the expected headwinds you foresee in the next year? Next year, everyone said that it will be not really good. But to me, as I mentioned just now, our business model itself is inflation and even recession resistant. You see, when time bad, people that, uh, had the uh, shortage of the budget by the company, so they can opt to going for a refurbished unit, right? So when a refurbished unit that actually uh, able to provide a warranty, the services and things so on, what is new and old? No different. And you are able to pay on the seat monthly subscription pricing. And also, that, that is one way of actually for the company to actually how to manage their investments and optimize their costs when bad time, right? And even when when inflation time. But customers right? are getting more price sensitive, aren't they? Today, yes. In generally, Malaysia market is a price sensitive market, no doubt. But again, I think price sensitiveness to our proposition here is what is the customer actually looking forward? If they are price sensitive, they can actually not only going to the new devices, they can go to a refurb, come with all the services, warranty and everything. No different, right? And they are paying a monthly subscription uh, pricing. What is your current order book? My current order book already go up to about 20, uh, 210 million. 
unbuildable. It's quite sizable. Yeah. We had started uh, that actually from uh, mainly uh, before lead market uh, debut. We had actually mainly year on year around 40 million. What's your target for next year then? I'm looking to cross 300 million. And that hopefully be done before your ACE listing? It should be. On the Breakfast Grill this morning is Tommy Lim, CEO of ICT Zone Asia Berhad, a lead market company specialising in the leasing of IT equipment and with ambitions to move to the ACE market. After the break, we discuss the company's risk exposure and how they mitigate this. BFM 89.9. You are listening to The Breakfast Grill, brought to you by U-Mobile, Malaysia's number one 5G network. BFM 89.9, welcome back to The Breakfast Grill. In the hot seat this morning is Tommy Lim, CEO of ICT Zone Asia Berhad. Before the break, how should ICT Zone Asia manage the rising cost of computing hardware due to rising demand for semiconductors? Now, credit risk is a big concern. Three major customers constitute approximately 95% of the company's trade receivables. Why does the company have such high concentration risk? Are there plans to spread this risk by acquiring new customers? Yes, uh, credit risk is always is one of the key uh, management that we need to manage in this uh, uh, business type of uh, model, right? So that's why we have been very careful. We careful in the way of who is our customers, who we are dealing with, how we manage the collections, right? And so far, we have been very prudent. Our our this uh, MPL so called, right? So is below a two percent. So we have been uh, managing it since uh, 2010 when we started our long term contract recurring uh, business. There's no intention to spread that risk coming up? Actually, yes. We have been continuing expanding into uh, uh, multiple market, right? Which is, uh, we have been moving into a corporate enterprise. We also in the plan to go to SME, even a consumer market. So I think a spreading of the risk is very much, is not just rely into a specific uh, market segment. So that, that is definitely our, our strategy. Secondly, also, I think we also have been actually working with some of the uh, party who are actually uh, taking over the risk. However, your trade receivable aging profile remained healthy in financial year 2023 with less than 4% of trade receivables aging past due more than 90 days. How do you ensure that this remains low? We have been very consistently managing month on month. Right, and uh, we also have been looking forward on some other alternative way to actually pass on the credit risk into into other form of the you know a proposition for us to continue make sure we are healthy in in the future years. Is there any risk of obsolete inventory that needs to be written off? Uh, any obsolete inventory is always will be at the end of the life cycle. So uh, we still had the strategy to actually to, to make profit, actually make income from all those uh, obsolete uh, uh, devices. We have elevated interest rates at the moment. What has the impact been for, like, for corporates with significant debt levels like yourself? You, you see, put it this way, we have been actually growing our business in 2010 when we started uh, our long-term recurring uh, contracture. And at that point of time, we wanted to enter the market. We, we had raised funding through interest scheme. At that point, we had actually paying a 8% per annum interest uh, return to our interest scheme investors. And we grow. So today, we have been relying on with a commercial uh, institution, 
mainly. In fact, comparatively, the current rate that we we receive from uh, financial institution compared those day on interest scheme is still fifty cent a fifty percent lower. So what I'm trying to say here, when during the interest scheme era, when we are utilizing the interest scheme funding, which is we successfully raised about thirty over million at that point of time, and before interest scheme, actually we have been running a revenue of a contracture at easily about two million annually, and with the interest scheme funding, we are able to grow at starting at two o one seven, reaching twenty million a year. And today, if you look at my last year performance, we have been. Hitting thirty-five million easily, and this year we are looking forward. We should be close to fifty million. So we have been growing, and the cost of fund in earlier days is even higher. Now we have been having a more cheaper cost of funding, although interest rates have have, have been increased. But we still able compet offer a competitive pricing and offering to our customer. And please bear in mind, I think if we look at Two in one or three in one coffee mix kind of idea or business model is only talking about technology financing, but to ICT zone, our profitability is not only come from financing. You know, as a tech fin company, our profitability come from other solutions like device management system, you no know, securities, you no know, DRS, which is we are able to do a data sanitization, and latest that we are having here CNCS. So meaning we are able to actually gauge our profitability not only purely from the financing margin. Your borrowings doubled from nineteen million to thirty-eight million in twenty-three. What was the reason for this steep rise? Of course, uh, because we are growing. The business is a capital-intensive uh, business model. We need more funding to actually to support more sales. Why we need the funding? Because our revenue only came in gradually by year, right? A contract average today in in Malaysia market is about three to four years in average, so we need a million, but our collection will only come split off three hundred over thousand to four hundred thousand a year, so so that is carried over to our our debts to the balance that we are yet collected right, and and we need financing we need funding at the back, so so that that is how it it came up when our sales grow. Our debts definitely is growing. ICT Zone also pays a dividend to your ICPS holders, yes, but not to holders of ordinary shares. Yes. When will you start paying? Oh, that that is actually ICPS. Uh, that came in to go back to when we uh, our objective and uh, strategies of a lead market listing, right? A lead market listing for ICT Zone to me personally is not about listing. It's about corporate restructuring and fund fund restructuring, right? So that's why when we actually our lead listing is go back to uh, retired a strategy to retire our interest scheme, to moving a interest scheme structure to actually to be a equity structure. So our offering at the point when we debut to the lead market is only a offering to our existing one thousand interest scheme investors. Yeah, if dividends are not paid, what are the future growth plans that you intend to use the funds for? Uh, we definitely every dollar of the ICT Zone fund is actually very much beside on covering the OPEX and things so on. It's very much is actually reutilization or recapitalizing it for the contracts. We never let any single cent in uh, in the company 
to be sitting there uh, doing nothing, right? So, so this is where uh, for so many years, that's how we've been effectively, uh, efficiently actually utilizing what whatsoever dollar that in, in the company. When people purchase shares, they also look for dividend prospect. But this also perhaps was a factor to why there's not much volume? Not really. You see, what what we have been doing here is we are continue growing uh, our business. And through the interest scheme era also, we had learned uh, what is the investors is looking forward, right? They wanted the profitability, of course. With the profitability only, then the company are able and capable to pay the dividends, right? In fact, in our plan, when we are moving into the ACE market, we, we definitely will have the uh, dividend payout policies. So that is definite in our mind, right? And beside on that also, we need to ensure that we are able to continue grow the value of the company. So I think that that is how we are confidently, uh, we understand the investors because we have been dealing investors since 2010, right? So we are we have been knowing and understand what the investors looking forward at all time. Now, revenue jumped 44% last financial year to 75 million, while income also increased by 10% to 7.5 million ringgit. Can the momentum continue? Yes, I know. Sure. You will see it when our next, next result coming up. And where is this growth coming from? Which segments? The segment is actually definitely is come from a technology financing segment, right? Because of the gradually, uh, we have been consistent growing uh, in, in that. Because currently there is a split between trading and leasing at 54-44. Is there any room to move? Yeah. So we have been very focused in uh, continue growing the uh, technology financing segment, which is... Uh, uh, we had been growing, I think if you look at that, so earlier, I think we had only hitting about 100 million uh, order book. So uh, last year, we are 180. So uh, now we had been easily reaching 200, 210 and 30. So we're definitely moving forward to grow. And that is a momentum that are bringing a consistent growth for ICT Zone. Malaysia produces about 280,000 tons of e-waste or 8.8 kilograms of e-waste per person. How does ICT Zone solve this issue when your computers reach the end of their life cycle? So actually we have been uh, working on in a few strategies, right? In one of the strategy is to looking forward to involve in the e-waste business in the future. So this is definitely one of the uh, possibilities that we are um, uh, looking at. Right, so uh, beside that also currently we have been actually working with a few vendors when uh, after the end of life cycle of devices, we are actually working with those uh, e-waste uh, qualified uh, vendors who actually properly uh, discharge uh, and discharge the devices in, in a manner. Then at the same time, we are also had some profitability there. On that note, thank you for your time. Today on The Breakfast Grill was Tommy Lim, CEO of Leap Market Listed ICT Zone Asia Brahad. I am Anwar Mabob, BFM 89.9. The BFM Breakfast Grill, brought to you by U-Mobile, Malaysia's number one 5G network. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.